Welcome to Think Big for Africa podcast. On this podcast, we will bring you interesting conversations with local, national, and international African leaders from all works of life, home and abroad. Leaders who are doing their bits to progress Africa's development. Conversation topics will range from education, science, health, leadership, politics, business, and many other global issues. Conversations about everything that concerns Africa's development. Africa has so many wonderful achievers worldwide, and this is exactly what we will bring to you on Think Big for Africa podcast. Stay tuned. Hello. Welcome to the Think Big for Africa podcast. My name is Ekene Baye. Today, I have a wonderful young gentleman who is creating wave in the fashion industry in Nigeria and Africa. See, he's the kind of guy I really, really want to talk to on this, on this podcast. His name is Gabi Ibabuchi. Gabi, how are you? Yeah, you got it. Well, I'm fine. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Yeah. Like I said, uh, you're the kind of guy I want to talk to on this podcast for several reasons. One, you're doing something fantastic. And uh, a lot of young Africans are seeing it. And they are excited. And two... You are the kind of person who have gone through career changes, which many people like us are afraid to take. You know, so you are you are a one in a, maybe a hundred thousand, okay, in Nigeria. Yeah. So, tell me, Gabby. Let Let's start this way. Let's start this way. Introduce yourself to my audience. Tell tell us what you do and what you what what what. Tell us a little bit about your career and what you do right now. Okay. Um. Currently, I'm a fashion designer. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't start as a fashion designer. I started. Uh, um. I would say I started as a model. I used to model in my teenage years. Okay. The young teenage years, you know, got into the university, finished my education. And uh, of course, in, in Nigeria or in Africa, most parents would tell you, get another master's. Mm. Or get another degree, which I did. I got an MBA, um, master's in business administration. I specialize in marketing. So, but afterwards, you know, the usual mentality here, get a job. Mm. You know, but I know my love for fashion had already gone, started even before this time, but I didn't want to uh, make it a case because he did not tell anybody that after studying <laughs> you know, just laugh at you and tell you to, you know, refresh your mind. Mm. So of course I got a job. My first job was in Globalcom. But before that time, I, I would consider myself a very successful model because uh, I was able to do fashion shows and at the same time do photography jobs. For fashion shows, I did over 150 shows, over 150. Wow. Both in Nigeria and uh, beyond. Then for photography, I was able to represent so many big brands. I don't know whether you want them mentioned, but yeah, you, I mean, if, if it's yeah, brands, you can, you can. I modeled for MTN, um, Unilever, um, of course, we know the Dangote brand, and uh, it's uh, so, so many of them. Nigerian breweries are represented, in, um, uh, Goda. I was the first face of Goda Ultimate Search, if you know what that means. Interesting, and, and just so many of them. So, um, success has always been the, the watchword for me. 
wherever you find yourself, be the best at it. Yeah. So finally, pressure, get a job. I said, okay, who am I going to work for? So I had to sit down. I'm I'm very deliberate. I'm someone that is very I don't just walk in and do something. I plan it and I make sure it's something I really want to do. So I go in with full force and I give everything to it and it must succeed. Mm. That's that's how it works. So I said, okay, um I thought about so many companies and what came the one that um, came strong in my mind is uh, Globalcom at that time. Yeah. Globalcom was just a few years old and was run by Market Denuga. So I had to study Market Denuga's statistics. He, he, he was able to turn Connery from a debt inclined company into a profit making company in two years. I said, no, I need to work with this man. Let me even see what makes it. That was simply how I applied, sent my CV, and I got a job in Globalcom just in, within, within, within two weeks. Um, I know it was easier for me because uh, I made a high grade in university. I made a second class offer, almost a first class. And then, of course, once you meet me, uh, you won't you won't take the time to know that. <laughs> I, you I know you charmed them, okay? It's fast track, and I worked in flow. Um, for a couple of years, I worked in special projects. From special projects, I moved to event and sponsorship. From there to um, Customer service. I did telemarketing and all that. But after a while, you know, I I I I I, I just couldn't continue. I needed to do something different. Mm. You know. But while I was doing all this, I was still making clothes. I just love making clothes. Going to the market, buy pieces of fabrics, make for my friends, make for myself. I just like to see people look good. So, but I couldn't tell anybody I wanted to do fashion design. In fact, it didn't even cross my mind strongly that you, you can do this. Yeah. Because it looked like, what are you talking about? Mm. So after a few years, I was also studying, understanding another gem, Tony Lumelu. Tony Lumelu has done a lot of great things. We all know how at young age, he was able to acquire a bank. Yeah. Uh, bigger than every other bank in Nigeria. From you know just a, a little beginning, so I, I like greatness. I like great people. I like to learn. So after studying him, I said, I think it's time for me to do a little banking before I finally move move on. So I said, okay, which bank? I said, no, I have to go work for this man again. Let me see what makes him tick. I already learned a lot from Adenoke. So the same thing, I went to. UBA, I didn't know anybody, so I just went there, submitted my CV, just like that, and I was called for an interview. So after the interview, they asked me even to choose where I wanted to. So I told them I wanted corporate banking. I was told that you can't do corporate banking without any experience in banking. Yeah. Corporate banking is almost like the highest level of banking where you deal with multinationals. Well, I told them, is that corporate banking or nothing? Because Ooh. I know I had what it took, and I, 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 I could do it. So after more deliberation interviews, I think I was able to convince them. I said, well, let's, let's give this guy a chance. So I think I was the, I'm one of the first people I know that has ever gotten into corporate banking in a big bank. In Nigeria. Yeah, from, from, no, from nowhere, no banking experience. No, no banking yeah, experience. Yeah, I, I, I will agree. And it, does, it doesn't I, normally I, happen. Exactly. I got started and, because uh, when you get from the level I operated, from or in, uh, you just have to get started immediately. So I had to do a lot of pre-learning, self-learning, all that, because you have targets. You just have to perform. Nobody, yeah. nobody, cares, nobody just cares about it. So, but trust me, I, I, in my first year, I got pro promoted as one of the one of the best. Wow. The records are there anyway. So, subsequent year got another promotion. Third year got another promotion, and of course, I've always said it, I was understudying the CEO then, who is Tony Lumelu. I wanted to know what made him tick and how he was doing. So unknown to him, I was just studying. I was just, and corporate bank made it easier because his eyes, of course. Yeah, well, he, he, you, are, you are more visible, yes. Exactly. So sometimes you meet him in the lift, you ask him questions, you know, you can run to him. He's someone that listens, actually. Someone you could talk to, even at that high level. 
you know, uses the same lift that every other person uses. You know, he can run into you, you know, talk with you, you know, mildly and, you know, without any form of, you know, fear or anything, unlike other executives. So loving him was easy and getting closer was even more easier. Or easier, rather. So um, I think there was a time, yes, there was a time in Nigeria when Central Bank did some reforms mm. and asked bank MDs that had stayed up 10 years to leave. Yeah. Or to do something else. Yeah. So at that time, he has stayed 10 years or he has done 10 years. So I think he stepped aside temporarily. And when he wasn't there, that was when I realized it was time for me to go. Because what was the reason of coming here? Mm. I met everyone and the person I was looking up to is not here. So I just had to move move on. So yeah. it was then I realized that this my passion had come to stay. Yeah. So immediately I, I registered the company. I went to our CAC here, registered a company, fashion company. Of course, I already registered and I, I used to do events. I have an event yeah, and uh, I gave myself the time. One year, I just didn't leave immediately. I know, I know why I'm emphasizing okay. it because a lot. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. It's good. I want to do that. You need to plan. So I like to plan. So I gave myself one year, and I wrote it down, just resting beside my bed, and I was counting down. So before then, I had already started, you know, making inquiries on how to get started. You know, making all the Necessary moves. Yeah. In, to launch myself into the fashion industry. And uh, at exactly one year, coincidentally, the week I wanted to leave was when appraisal was completed and I got another promotion. <laughs> so I told myself, I just have to go. And promotion was supposed to start in three months. It was tempting, actually. Mm. But I said, I just have to go now. It's time. So that morning, I hope. My introduction is not lengthy. No, no, go, go on, go on. All right, so that morning, of course, I went to the head of the corporate bank then, and I told him, I, 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 want to, I told him I wanted to go. The, the man laughed. He said, we just had our Monday meeting, and you're coming after one hour to tell me you want to go. Are you, is this some sort of joke or what? Is everything okay? I told him I already made up my mind, and I had written my resignation letter even a month before. So he didn't believe it. He asked me, is there any issue? He was maybe he was looking at some mental issues, health issues. I said, no, very fine. So after a while, I was able to convince him. And he said, well, I don't want to lose you at this moment. And just to add that, the, the, the man that was my head of corporate bank then is actually an MD of uh, another bank at the moment. So mm. I know maybe with time we can make reference to that. So... Um, finally, I think he, he, he didn't have any option because I convinced him beyond reasonable doubt. But there was something he told me when I was leaving. He said, if it doesn't work out, please, I will always be there for you. You are mm. one of my best friends. And sincerely, I don't know what God over me on that day. I told him I will never return. Ooh. He told me to get out of his office because he felt, and of course, Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't have said that, but yes. it just mm-hmm. came from, from 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 just my, you know, from, from just an unknown uh, 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 part of me. Mm. So, and trust me, you see that thing I said that day was what kept me going because yeah. it was wrong. Yeah, you, you said something that you shouldn't you shouldn't have said, and because you said it, you couldn't fail. <laughs> so I'm I'm grateful every day I remember that and I say God and I've learned from it because most most of the time if I want to execute a project I'll start telling my good friends about it because because I hate failure once I start telling them about it they start reminding me how far with this I know I have to do it but I can't go back to tell them I couldn't do it anymore mm. so it has 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 been my guide well, over the years it, it has it has worked for you okay. But uh, sometimes, sometimes something will not work. But uh, be bold enough to stand up and say, hey, hey, I feel this time, but I will try again. See, uh, Yes. Um, yeah. Talking about that, 
failure for me is a learning point. Mm-hmm. I, I will never mm-hmm. tell you something failed. So as long as I want to achieve it, it might not work the first time. Yeah. And for me, I don't consider it failure. Okay. It may not work the second time. I still don't consider it failure. Okay. Th- that's good. Like that's this. very good. That's very good. Wow. You see, your story is uh, is something that many of us need to look at. Because I, I will tell you, at least 50% of the people you worked with in banking, even in Globalcom, mm. do not like that job. They, wa- they wanted something different. Even today, 50% of the people who work in banking, in telecoms, in Nigeria, do not like that job. But, unlike you, they're not, they're not bold enough to face the world and say, hey, let me go out there and do something different. That's why you are unique. Okay. I believe you. Yeah, I was in banking myself for 12 years. Okay. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I worked in Nigeria? Yeah, I worked for City Citibank for se- 7 years and then I came to the UK, you know? See? That's why I know that this is true because it, it was true for me. Okay, I I got into banking because I did well in school, and yeah, if you do well in school, the banks, the oil companies, they are always there. Okay, yes. so as a young man, I never really thought about do I want this or not. Okay, now when I finally decided this is not for me, and I was trying to move away from banking okay. even though i was successful at it okay but i knew this is not what i really want i was just trying to move away that's when i i had my 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 health uh, issues okay so i know that many people in banking in telecoms in all companies yes they, they are there because of the money the prestige but they don't really like it. That's true. So, so you, I say, kudos to you. Kudos to you. You are bold enough to tell yourself the truth and you did something about it. You know? Now, I've, I've heard your story about how you got into fashion. So I, I, I'll ask you this. In your view, how does learning skills okay contribute to entrepreneurship compared with innate talent and what is the role of passion in achieving that goal well the truth about it is that um talent is not enough okay you have to look it Hence, okay. you need skills. And um, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I didn't stop there. Uh, immediately I left the bank, I went to a fashion school. Because, ah. like I said, I'm very deliberate. I don't mm-hmm. just do things halfway. So, I went to a fashion school and I spent enough time to learn the art before I even started. Wow. I started telling friends and family that yes, so I won't do this. So I I you have to learn, you have to, you know, relearn and you have to keep learning. So yeah. it doesn't it doesn't just stop. I've undergone different trainings and all that. And still, so skill is not enough. You need more than that. So um um, um what else? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, many people be- believe that they can't do something because they don't have the innate talent, okay? Oh, now, okay. innate talent is good for me, but then, like you said, 
you still need skills which you which you we can all learn okay yeah. and then i'm asking how how much of these contribute to you achieving your goal but i i i I've, I've learned something for you okay which i which i want many young uh, africans to learn you like you said you are deliberate okay and many people are not deliberate you know people when maybe something comes to mind they just run w- with it without mm-hmm. planning without going to study you know and that's maybe one of the reasons why many people fail at things because they don't plan they don't learn you know i mean you uh it seems the way you do your things are akin to success what do you think yes i think uh, i think you also mentioned something about passion Yes, skills uh, and uh, talent, skills and, and passion. Yes, uh, like I said, you need skills after young passion. You need skills, and then for passion, for me, passion is the major driver. Passion is the engine, okay, engine of a car. Mm. In, in, in a car, the car can look beautiful. Sometimes you can even drag the car, meaning the car is moving. Yeah, but without the engine, then the the, the car has a limit to where it can can it will just stress itself moving because you're yeah. dragging so passion for me um um helps you because you see it, 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 everything you do takes um something from you yeah i i i left the office 9 p.m yesterday i go home i started working and I worked till about 1 a.m. yesterday, and I woke up by 4 a.m. today to continue the job because wow. I need to get it done. Mm. Now, it's only passion that can, can, that can make you do that. Yeah. Yes. And each time I remember what, what I'm achieving and how I'm going to make things easy for people, you know, the, it, it, it fuels me more. Yeah. That's on one side. Now, on, 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 a, on another side, what passion also does for you is that when you're passionate about something, you want to be the best at it. If you're making clothes, you love to see people look extremely good in those clothes. Yeah. Because you, you just love what you're doing. So it will help you to you know, be more innovative, more creative, and at the same time, absorb stress. Yeah. You know, stress of the mind is even worse than physical stress. Yeah. So passion helps you to absorb all those stress and make it easier or make it less burdensome, like mm. not like when you're doing something physical. So yes. I think the, the three work together, but for me, passion is more sustainable. It sustains yeah. you more than even the skill and the talent that you have. Mm. Okay. Very good. So see, you have mentioned something about why you went to Globalcom and why you went to uh, UBA because of the leaders you saw, okay, and you admired. But I've uh, read something about you and I know even beyond these leaders, there were leaders that drove you from the beginning okay and i want to ask you about the role of mentors okay in your success okay your parents i've read a little bit about your parents and the role of your mom okay so tell us how much they contributed to you to be the kind of person you are today? Okay, um, a little bit about my parents. My, I lost my father earlier. Mm. Um, I think when I was a teenager. Yeah. And then my mom had to take us all, you know, into that journey to date. You know, um. They are two different people and they had two different approaches. 
Okay. I consider my father as someone who uses positive reinforcement. Mm. My father never laid hand on me. If you know African preparers, yeah. you know, if you mess up, they beat the hell out of you. <laughs> That's how they correct you. So, even as I, I, my, my father is, I wouldn't say my father is that educated, you know, but he was also successful in his business. He was one of the best at the time. You know, little or no, um, um, what, what do you call it? For, for my education. Exactly. So, but he he uses uh, or he used positive reinforcement. When you do something wrong, my father will call you, talk to you, and negotiate with you. Mm. It just makes you realize, I know you didn't do this because you wanted to do it. You did it because maybe you were just out of your mind, and I know you can do better. That's positive reinforcement. Mm. So he will make you feel like a mini god, and next time you won't impress him by yeah. doing better. Yeah. So, but my mom is a bit different. So her own is, you know, you have to kiss kiss the the, the whip first, <laughs> <laughs> and then learn learn it. <laughs> so a blend of these two, actually, for me, made it. Uh, you know, uh, it, 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 you know, balance everything because yeah. um, when you remember your mom, you wouldn't want to go through that can mm -hmm. or whatever chastising. Mm -hmm. When you remember your dad, so but when two of them are around, you don't even know which side you are going to run to. So it's better. You <laughs> so, well, my my dad, my my dad is a great person. She was he was a great person. Sometimes it's difficult for me to use words because uh, yeah. The, yeah. what he has made is still here. And um, he was successful in what he did. And uh, one thing he taught me, which is why I said I'm very deliberate and I don't give up. He said, there's nothing impossible for man to do. Mm. And I believe him. I know 100 years ago, nobody believed we could have an airplane. No. Maybe. No. It's possible today. Nobody believes I'm talking to you from the UK. I'm in Nigeria. Yeah. And we're seeing each other. We're, we're talking instantly. Exactly. Yeah. So I he 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 informed my mindset to believe that everything can be possible. You, you don't have to see somebody do it before you can do it. So sometimes I call myself a risk taker, but calculated risk. Mm. And it reflects in my designs. Because when you come to my showroom or when you see my craft, you will know that I 80% uh, of things I do have never been done by anybody before. So I, I, I come up with new things and somehow people will love them. And others will start copying and it becomes trend. Yeah. So I, I don't believe in just relying and saying, I have to do it the way this person is doing it, the way Gucci is doing it. Yes, Gucci is doing right. You can learn how they are doing theirs, but it don't, doesn't have to be exactly the way Gucci is doing. Yeah. You know? So, and um, for my mom, um, she's also a very loving person because you know you know how difficult it is for mm -hmm. one, one parent to take care of, say, like that teenage age. When yeah. people have started, you know, yeah, adrenaline and all the rest of them are mm -hmm. started. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, As a teenager, and, you... The most exactly. difficult time of your life. Exactly. Especially for parents. Yeah. So, and she was able to pull us through. And uh, I think I think there was a balance for me, which I encourage parents also to try and make a balance at all times. Everybody doesn't have to be bring less kill. Some someone can be the one pushing, the other one can be the one bringing closer. The same thing applicable to business as well. Sometimes you you just have to find a way to create a balance for people that work to for you to be more 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 efficient. Yeah, very good. So we've talked about your, your parents. Now let's talk about your career mentors. Okay, uh, according to you, both Adenuga and uh, Tony Ilumilu were mentors for you. And I saw your post on LinkedIn uh, when you went uh, to Tony Illuminou's office and I saw the pictures. 
you know. So tell me about the relationship you had with, with them, okay, and how Tony in particular uh, uh, mentored and influenced you. Well, um, sometimes I find it difficult, or currently I find it difficult to say this is my mentor mm. or not my mentor. I know that uh, I have people I look up to yeah. in different sectors. Yeah. You know, which we all call mentors. Mentors, yes. Mm -hmm. so for me, I, I call them people I look up to because um, you, you, might, you might be good at telecoms and you might not be good at something else. Yes. You might be good at car repairing or car repairs, you might not be good at some other things. So I, 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 for me, I believe mentors or that word mentoring is encompassing. So a lot of times I, I don't use it much. I rather say I look up to this person. Yeah. You know, but for Tony Elimelu, Tony is a great person. I told you, Tony was the reason I joined the bank. Yeah. So this is the second time I'm saying it. Apart from when I wrote it on my LinkedIn, this is my second time I'm saying it. He is the reason I, I, I went into banking because I wanted to work on the studying him closely and learn from him. Mm. Now, um, um, while I was in the bank, I wouldn't say we had personal relationship because it was about the job. Yeah. You know, just get your job done and then everybody moves on. But lately, I think, I want to believe he had, he identified maybe the good things I've been doing or somebody identified and recommended, I don't know, but I yeah. got an email from his personal assistant that, uh, you know, who would like me to join his mentoring group, which I was, I was happy about. Wow. So I immediately jumped on it and that was how, you know, we got started. Mm. And trust me, is a, is a lifetime experience for me because, you know, somebody you've been looking up to all these years. Yeah standing for you and willing to remold you and redirect you, I yeah. think I, I, I will forever be grateful to you. Wow. Fantastic. See, uh, before I started banking, uh, the year I came out from my MBA and I was looking for jobs, uh, I applied to his, uh, uh, his his bank, it was then called uh, Stand, oh, I forgot it now. Standard Trust. Standard Trust, yes, yes, yes. You know, and I had uh, some communications with him, okay? Uh, I, well, at the end of the day, I didn't join the bank. I didn't get the job. Uh, but the way he reacted to my message to him, with, with him, was very impressive and I encouraged so many people to work with him, including my my mentor, one of my mentors in Citibank. And uh, of course, he, they worked together uh, and some of my friends who worked with uh, uh, UBA too. So Tony is somebody I look up to too and uh, I can understand how influential is he, he, he is to you now you know so if people like tony are people more of us need to look up to and learn one or two things from him you know i think i think it's it's fantastic so very, very very yeah, yeah so to tell us tell us some of your biggest challenges in your fashion career and how you have been able to cope with them or resolve them? Okay. Um, sincerely, most times I don't even like talking about it. Because, <laughs> like I said, challenges make one stronger. Yeah. Um, challenges brings the best out of you. But for the sake of people listening or viewing mm. and who may want to learn from this, I can just point out a few, you know, um, in the course of my journey to where I am today. First and foremost, um, one of the major challenges I had when I started was 
you know, uh, a lot of people didn't believe in me. Yeah. You know, some of them thought I was just the academic type because I was very good academically. Mm. I, well, still good anyway. So they thought this one is meant for the corporate world. Book, meant book, book for... person. Exactly. So when I now told them I wanted to be a fashion designer, it's just a few that knew I was a model. I was in that family or in that, you know, space. Mm-hmm. That you say, well, maybe, maybe what could be the reason and all that. Mm. So a lot of people didn't believe at first. But what, what I always tell people is that you, once you believe in yourself, you have to move. You have to make people, give people reason to believe you. Don't yeah. sit down and start crying. They, they don't believe in me. <laughs> I can't believe in you until I see reasons to believe in you. Yeah. So you have to make it happen. Now, when I started, um, of course, we all know living in Nigeria today is already a challenge on its own. Yeah. There is no doubt. So I don't believe in crying fouls and keep you know, repeating the same thing that we are all. We just have to find a way to make it work. This is our country. We have to make it work. So, of course, we know, you know we have our issues. We have different things. But the one that I'll point out here is manpower. Yeah. Manpower mm. is, is usually the issue here because um, the system has made a people, has made a couple of people here believe that, you know, let me just find what to eat, how to benefit myself. They are mm. not interested mm. in customers. Mm. Yeah. Let him just take it and pay me. But as a business person who has come to stay, you are, you are thinking beyond money. You are thinking. How do I make this person happy? How do I make him better than give him something better than what he's getting elsewhere? How do I keep him so that he can be with me forever? Yeah. How do I make him feel? Do you understand? So yeah. in the course of thinking all those things, it helps you to do better even when the customer is not expecting as much as you're giving. Mm. And that's what the customer running and wants to come back again. Yeah. And helps you to build up your, 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 your capacity at the end. So a, a lot of you know, people that work here are like a disciple about, they're just interested in the money. Yeah. They're interested in supporting their dreams. For example, you have tellers. Tellers, you know, okay, now, when I tell people about problems, I also tell them how I'm able to overcome that. Yes. When I, when I started, I realized that a lot of tellers were not loyal. And I understand the reason because a lot of them are not educated. So they are from that level where Let's just get this thing done and buy food to eat. Yes. They're not interested in building a house or buying yes. a car or building mm. a legacy order. So what I now did was, for every time I hire a teller after a series of interviews, I, I put I, I train you. And while I'm training you, I'm paying you your full salary. Mm. So I train you. From them, I train one month, two months before you start producing what I can sell. That's number one. Two, I created a couple of incentives for them. What, what I usually do is that if at the end of the month you 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 stood out without issues, there's a prize. We celebrate you. You can earn double your salary for that month. So with that, everybody's looking forward to being better. You know, yeah. next month I want to win this money, I want to remain here, you know, things, 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 things like that. Yeah. Then um, another major one is for designers that have gotten to the level that we are now, that we're looking beyond Nigeria. Okay. We, we, we started, you know, looking, you know, beyond the shores of Africa. Yeah. Because my clientele base has grown beyond Nigeria. Yeah. I have customers in the US now, I have in the UK, I have in Australia, I have in different parts of the world. Now, government policies and some other you know, issues are not favorable to most entrepreneurs here. Mm. I don't even want to talk about finance because that one is almost like you Every, know, it's, I mean, the most difficult thing. So yeah. you just have to do everything by yourself. You have to do everything yourself. But one thing that has helped me, like I always tell young entrepreneurs, is character. You see, sometimes you may not have money, but if you have character, history of good character and conduct, yeah. It will be easy for people to trust you and yeah. support you when you need anything. Yeah. And that's what has worked for me. If I if I want a hundred million naira today, I know people that 
can bring that without even asking, when are you bringing it back? I can say that with my full chest. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, character is key. Gov government policy has not helped us at all. Mm. But there's something that happened to us recently, or happened to me recently. Um, the U.S. consulate identified uh, a couple of us, 29 Nigerians. I think you can Google it. Um, consulate select 29 Nigerians. Yeah. From fashion and other. I, I, I can give the link later. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. Okay, good. So what they now did was that they identified talent here. People who not just, you know, know how to sew, but these are people that have what it takes to dominate the world. So luckily, and I'm privileged to be one of those people. I don't know how it happened. I don't know anybody at the embassy who just, just got an email that somebody nominated me for what wow. and I'm grateful. I use this opportunity to, to, to thank them. Now, what's the program all, all about? Um, my products have been certified exportable to US tax free. Interesting. Tax free. Tax free. What that means is that um, through other uh, possibilities, things because we are we are still working on it. Hopefully by summer next year, we should be able to dish dish out in full scale to every corners in the US. To our product. That's good. Now they are not just doing that; they are helping us through. Um, I understand they're going to set up African stores where we are going to stock our product. They're going to connect us to buyers from all over America. Excellent. Who are going to sponsor. Because the problem we have as Nigerians, everybody thinks, or most people think, you know, you know, just because of one or two people. Yeah. These people are more trustworthy and all the rest of them. The truth about this is that a lot of Nigerians are trustworthy. Yeah. A lot of Nigerians are, are, are coordinated, are competent. A lot of Nigerians are hungry for success and they're willing to do things right to get yes. it done. Yes. Trust me. Trust me, I've been in business for a while and I've seen a couple of people doing great, you know, legally and, you know, doing things the right way and they're growing. So I think for me, it wouldn't have been possible for a, a U.S. consulate to identify people like us locally here to, to you know, to, to such opportunity if we weren't doing things right over yeah. They, they, they must have done their own diligence and all that. I'm, I'm, I'm barely. That, that opportunity is something that, you know, uh, that is, that is going to change the face of fashion in Nigeria. Trust me, by the grace of God, you are going to see the impact. And why I mentioned this was because I told you our government hasn't done much yeah. in that regard for us. Another country, someone else is coming in to identify. You know, us in this country and creating such opportunities. Yeah, see, th this is this is what 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 made America great. They identify talents all over the world, and they bring them to America. Okay, now I hope they're not trying to lure you to America. Okay, because see, now Africa should be doing the same thing. But I'm not. Well, I'm not even saying they should go out, out to other countries and find the talents. Uh, no, go around the world and find talent, talented Africans, because we are many. You see, we have a lot on the continent, and then we have a lot in diaspora. We are many. I think I think one thing America is doing beyond fashion is that you know that that that, that is something I tell people when you live in a community and you make everybody happy and successful you are going to live at peace. Yes. But when everybody is hungry, no matter how much you have, you are not at peace. Yeah, so that's true. That what I think America is doing. America is trying to make as much people as they can comfortable. Okay. And in the course of doing that, they're also going to benefit. That mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. Because by the time I start, you know, uh, extending, you know, my craft to America, Americans are going to start enjoying what ordinary they wouldn't know existed. Yeah. So while I'm doing it and I'm helping myself, I'm helping my, my, my country, they're also benefiting from it. Yeah. So I think it's mutual. 
No, it's, it's, it's very, it's, this is very mutual. Okay. So uh, I, I applaud it. And I know people like you do a good job of promoting Africa and Nigeria. Right. Uh, one other thing I, want, I wanted to ask. You say you have been organizing fashion shows for a long, long time. Okay. Tell us about the most event, uh, most uh, recent events, and if any particular project, apart from this American project just mentioned, that you are still working on around the world. Okay, um, I have an event company, like I tried to mention earlier, okay. um, that handles uh, mostly uh, fashion events. Okay. Uh, I've been opportune to be part of, you know, the Nigerian Fashion Week for a couple of years. Okay. Uh, uh, I've organized a lot of fashion events, supported a lot of companies, you know, to achieve all that. But, you know, when COVID happened, mm. uh, it's more like, you know, ev everything went quiet. But things are beginning to pick up, especially okay. here in Africa. And uh, um, we are having the uh, Intra-Africa Trade uh, Fair that is holding in Durban. Very good. I'm going to be part of it. That's South Africa, yeah? Yes, in South yes. Africa. That's on the 15th. And uh, the good part of it was, you know, um, I, was, I was selected to be part of that. You know? That See, sorry, sorry, I'm going to... See, you always talk about you are being selected. See, that, that tells me something. That you are being recognized all over. Because you, you didn't apply for the American uh, event. You didn't apply for this. You were selected. That means your, your, your peers in the industry and even outside the industry are, are recognizing Gabby is doing something worth noticing. I'm, I'm so happy about that. Exactly. But the, the good thing about it is that this is like, you know, the name, Intra-Africa Trade Transfer, is just beyond Nigeria. Yeah. Um, it's more like saying when Africa gathers. And it's not a fashion event per se. Okay. It's a trade fair yeah. that involves every facet of life so yeah, fashion all, all sectors exactly so i think is the biggest trade fair in africa so i'm working on it even this morning why i was late was i need to put up some documents to post them and all that and we are almost 90 percent done so hopefully in a few days we should be ready to you know, move to uh, uh to south africa so um we are we are we are working um, on a lot of things. I may not even talk, talk, talk about now, but trust me, 2022 is going to be better than every other year we've had or I have had as a designer because yeah. COVID, you know, open our eyes to so many other ways of doing things. Yes, trust me. Um, apart from the fact that we are extending our tentacles to US and other continents. Um, in terms of fashion shows and other events, you are going to hear a lot from us. A lot. So many of them coming up. That's and, nice. Uh, we are definitely going to be part of a lot of that's, that's nice. That's nice. Um, now, what advice would you give uh, young Africans, Nigerians, in the fashion industry and maybe entrepreneurship in general okay in the fashion industry which i also extend to other other industries or entrepreneurship generally one um you know because I, I understand that a lot of times when people see you um doing great being um, uh, celebrated and you know being glamorous you're on tv you're everywhere most times a lot of people are inspired just want to be what they see, yes. and not to work out what they see. Mm. For fashion, fashion is a business that is talent-based. Yes. So if you want to be a fashion designer, 
trust me, one number one thing is you must be sure you have the talent to do because the the creative industry I consider is a going concern. It's is something that is transitional. It's some something that is contemporary. Okay. It's not something you just wake up and say you want to be copying one person and doing the same thing. For you to be able to stand the test of time, you must be creatively endowed. That's yes. number one. Secondly, you must be passionate about it. Passion yeah. is one major thing I advise. If, if, if you're not passionate about something, don't do it. Just, just for a while. It's just, it's just for a while. So find out what you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be passion. Uh, passion. I, I have a friend that likes driving. And today, he runs a, a, a company that has over 10, 15 fleets. Started driving, made it commercial, started employing more people. Today, he sits down, he, he runs a fleet of cars. You know, I have friends that like to talk. If you want to talk, you like to talk. There are so many places you can walk. There are so many things you can design. Like, like me. Do you understand? I like to think and I like to create and, you know, with, with, with my head. Talking is not my thing. So somebody <laughs> has to talk if I need someone to talk. John, John, do you understand? Yeah. So, you see, talent is not enough. Passion is also not enough. In all this, what you need is action. Sustained action. Yeah. Yeah. Sustained there are there are times I don't feel like coming to work. There are times I don't even feel like doing what I'm doing anymore. You know, you know, but it can only happen just in a in a in a, in a few minutes, in a few hours. The next time, the passion will overwhelm every thought you have at that time. Yeah, and you, yeah, back at, yeah, back at it. So, and is 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 normal for you to think like that? I always tell people when they come to me and say, Ah, I don't feel like doing this, and say it's normal. Don't worry, just give it time. Go home and sleep and you know, wake up and, and you feel different. Do you understand? If you feel like doing it all the time, every day, every day, you are not human again. <laughs> you have good thoughts, you are trying to have bad thoughts, but you just have to be consciously, you know, putting the, the positive one beyond or above the negative one. It's just yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's just normal. So for me, I advise people to be consistent. Yes. See, I've done this for eight good years. More like all I do. I eat, I think, I dream, I sleep, passion. There are times I don't even make money from it. But I, am, I keep doing it. And I can tell you, it's beginning to pay off. Yeah. No doubt. It's beginning to pay off. It's beginning to pay off because we are getting recognition from everywhere. We have, I, I have a mentor, a mentoring group now that is growing. Almost we're heading to a hundred. You know, we're building up young people, training them, encouraging them, supporting them. Because sometimes experience is key. There are so many things I, I learned in the job because I came in from another industry to start this and nobody taught me. So, but now that I've learned those things, I don't want other people to make sense. Yeah. So, them how to supplant, how to get things done and I've been able to build. Yeah, okay, there is this lady that has been doing this fashion thing for even way before me, not longer than I've done it, about 15 years. But a lot of things were not going right. But when we met, within three months, she started making profit. She started doing better. And I can tell you, this should be like the second year now. I was able to identify the fact that she can teach. And I encourage her to start a fashion school. You know, Good. starting a fashion school doesn't mean you have to go and rent a big house, a big shop. If you have a store, if you have a machine, you can bring someone to stay beside you, start teaching. You're, you're, you're already a teacher. Yeah. While you're teaching him, you're learning as well. So today, he has over 50 people in his school. Wow. Let them wow. see it. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's what mentoring does. And also, encourage young people be open to learning yeah don't don't just say i can do it i know it all see i learn every day as i'm talking to you here now i'm learning from you as well i'm open to learning so that mentality is what keeps you driving and someone like 
Tony, you know, like, I remember somebody asking him in the last meeting we had, um, is it last month or early this month, um, um, who, uh, who are your mentors? And he said that he looks up to a couple of people as well. And he mentioned a couple of people he's also learning from. Yeah. So everybody keeps learning. Yes. You can learn from a child. You can learn from an adult. You can learn from anywhere. But the most important thing is keep upgrading yourself every yep. minute, every hour. Yeah. That's just the key. See, this is the this is the key for Africa's development. People need to learn. And that's that's my passion actually. Teaching, education. Okay. Uh, a lot of our 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 youths are not willing to learn. They don't read any book. Once they finish school, they don't open books. And the majority of them that open books, they open only maybe novels. Novels is no way, is not the way, you know. And, and Indian yeah. Indian love channels. We are, we are <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what, what is scripted and you think those things are real. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like I like what, what you said. So tell me, Gabby, now you are in the industry and you are building a brand. You are creating a legacy. Okay. So, what is your vision for fashion in the next 20, 30 years? Okay. Um, let me drop this here. Fashion is a, a $3 trillion industry in the world mm. today, if yeah. not more. Because I'm quoting from 2017, it must have grown beyond that now. Um, the second biggest fashion uh, establishment is based in the US. That's Nike. Now, you see, when you see America doing the same thing I mentioned earlier, yeah. There's a reason why they're doing it, and there's a reason why they're getting they're getting results. That's why they're, they're doing it. Yeah. I don't think Africa shares up five percent of, you know, that industry. No, I don't, I don't think so. We don't. So in the next twenty years, I know the attention is being drawn to Africa now. Trust me, we have a lot of talent here. Yes, I know. My brother, I'm not saying this because I want people to. I'm, I'm not saying it just to market us. I know. I know too. We are talented. We are talented, especially in the fashion industry. And I like the competition. In the, in the creative industry uh, as a whole. In the creative industry. There. Yeah. I think that's the, that the right word. Our music is taking over the world. Yes. Our movie industry is taking over the world. Yes. No. Comedy industry is taking, is taking yeah, over that's the world. It. Mm -hmm. The next is fashion. Trust yes. me. Just, just write it down. No, I, I know. That's why I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> yes. I always tell people there was this article I wrote in the Sun a few weeks ago, and I told them that fashion is gold. Another name for fashion is gold. We are just realizing it now. Mm. And fashion can give Nigeria the same, if not more than what they get from oil. Yes. I, oh, I, I know that. I can defend that any day. Just I know that. Tell me time and place, I'll come and tell you how fashion can give Nigeria more than what they're getting from oil. Do you understand? So now I've I've been I've, I, I I I remember two years ago, the judge before me that was in the US, and I took a couple of clothes. I think about just just a few a few clothes. And I didn't I, of course there was no store, but just staying in a hotel room and wearing one or two of them to 
you know, some nearby lounges and all the rest of them. In just 24 hours, I sold everything I had, including the one I was wearing. <laughs> I had to buy a t-shirt. You can see I'm wearing a t-shirt. I feel fewer sometimes. Just, you know. Yeah. I had to buy a t-shirt. I didn't come home with anyone. I only came back to Nigeria with t-shirts and the shoes that I bought in the US. So they love African fashion. Yeah. Our fashion industry is beginning to gain ground. Thanks to America for giving us this opportunity now. Trust me, hoping things go well, in the next one or two years, you are going to be able to walk into a city, a town, and walk straight to an African store and pick up something manufactured in, my, in, in Nigeria. Yeah. I personally would want to see that happen, and I'm working towards it. I, I also want, want to see that happen. Yeah, It's going to happen. Trust, yeah. trust me. You are going to walk into a mall in, in, in uh, uh, let's say, Manchester, and as you're walking in, you're seeing an African store. The same way you see a picture, the Gucci story, side, 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 side by side. Yeah. Is that is it that 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 is about to happen? Just write it down. So, African fashion is about to dominate the world. You need to see what we are doing right now, and thank God for the exposure and even this opportunity that we have here. That you know, talking about it, a lot of people are going to listen to this, and they will realize that African fashion has gone beyond what they see in papers. Yeah, come closer and see that we are doing great things. Great. So I can see Africa, you know, getting a chunk of that percentage. African fashion is growing at geometric progression. And I can tell you for free, by the time, they have been talking about 20 years. 20 years is long. Yeah, yeah. In 20 years, by the grace of God, I, I want to see, I want to travel to a country, or basically say a small country, and see them imitate my brand. You know, it sounds crazy to anybody listening. Oh, no. Just like we imitate... I, imitation imitation is a... Uh, it shows that they, they, they actually love you. Exactly. So I want to see that happen. It has already started happening in, in, in Nigeria. Yeah? I see people, you know... I, the other day I was, I was online. There's an online store that I saw somebody selling something that I produced <laughs> re recreated <laughs> with my name written on it. <laughs> I didn't stop them. I didn't even make any noise about it. I felt good about it. You know, you know why I felt good about it? Because one, I know I see I, if you if you come to our store here, we have over 350 designs per time. And all of them are different. No two are the same in this store that I'm talking to you from now. So what that means is that I'm, I know how creative I am. If you copy this one, the next minute I'm on another one. So copy, no, no problem. You're even helping me to think better. So at this stage now, it's something that made me feel proud that yes, people are suddenly recognizing what we are doing. And the same thing is happening to a lot of top designers in, in, in Nigeria and in Africa. So it's, it's, a, it's a good sign. Is a good sign. I, I want to get to America someday or get to Europe or get to Asia. And I see that people are copying and printing t-shirts and they are writing it 1206. And they are selling it in their near in their communities. I want to see that. And it's, it's about to happen. Very good. So I see in the next 20 years, we are going to be able to contribute at least between 15 and 20 percent to 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 that quota. Quote. That's 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 the vision, the mission, that's the drive for me at this time. And I'm going to do everything I can within my purview to make sure, you know, we put Nigerian fashion, uh, uh, we 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 bring, you know, our 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 craft to the world. Very good, very good. So, Gabi, thank you, thank you very much for this discussion. So, tell my audience where they can find your stores in Nigeria. Okay, um, currently we have our showroom in Sulere. Okay. Sulere is in Lagos, yeah. Nigeria. Number 18, Adelabu Street in Sulere. Okay. And uh, of course, we are, we are on social media, which is yeah. easier for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, our name is 
1206. Just like your, your t shirt and your. Yeah. 12 in number, then 06. 12 in alphabet, sorry. There's yeah. 06 in number. That's 1206 clothing. Yeah. Okay. So even once you Google that, it's going to, you know, direct you to our social media. That's what we have on Instagram. That's what we have on Facebook. And on LinkedIn, it's just my name. Gabby. So if you forget any of this, just go to Google, type 1206, or type top Nigerian fashion designers. Yeah. Gabby, thank you, thank you very much for being here today. Uh, I, I know I will see you very soon in Nigeria, and I will see you everywhere in the world. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this opportunity. I hope I was able to meet your expectations. Oh, man. You, you, you did wonderfully. All right. So we're open anytime. Give us a call. Short notice will be there for you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Listen or watch more episodes of Think Big for Africa podcast with new guests every week. Subscribe to ensure that you are notified whenever new episodes are available.